Talk 104.1. My name is Nick Reed. Welcome to the show, everyone. We got a Heroes Breakfast well underway. Free breakfast for veterans. If you want to come out and take advantage of that, that thanks to uh, Scramblers, of course, Delta Roofing, Serenity Honors, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. Now, we're going to the weather. It's going to warm up to the mid-70s. It's going to start dropping by Sunday, the high in the 40s, a wet weekend. It's going to be just about as autumn as autumn can possibly be. And then next week, uh, I mean, we're looking at temperatures below freezing overnight, um, but that's something to worry about later. Uh, there is, Sarah just reminded me, as we're going to chat with Emily Johnson of um, House Theory Realty here in a moment, that there's a question based off of commercials that I hear, and you hear them as well, on KSGF about the title locks and these ads about how easy it is for somebody to steal your title for your home. And I always hear these, and, you know, I mean, obviously these are reputable shows that talk about them and promote them, but at the same time I never hear stories, even on the news, you know, I, I've not seen Ashley Reynolds cover, here's somebody in Missouri, uh, you know, locally that had this done to them. And it just seems like a lack of stories of this actually happening that I'm aware of versus what sounds like a real concern and a need to protect yourself. So I've always wondered, well, how prevalent is this? Is this something, and I always forget to ask Emily, and she's with us, so we're going to ask her that question in just a moment. First, the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. The city of Willard is without a mayor this morning after the resignation of Sam Snyder. He announced his resignation just hours after hearing where city leaders plan to impeach him. The disagreement between the board and the mayor started when the alderman hired a city administrator while the mayor was out of town. The mayor fired the new hire shortly after. Snyder ultimately resigned from his position as mayor but called for the aldermen to work together. Snyder has also announced he'll be running for mayor again this coming April. Girls on the Houston High School volleyball team were given the chance last minute to play in the Class 2 sectionals last night. The team was stripped of their district championship by the Missouri State High School Activities Association because some of the team took part in a co-ed charity tournament violating MISHA rules. The school took legal action and just hours before the game, a judge issued a temporary restraining order allowing Houston to keep playing in the postseason. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Uh, 50% chance of showers and storms throughout the day. We are going to continue to see those temperatures rise from around 74 by noon. Then they're going to start falling down to around 58 for the remainder of the day into the overnight hours with the chance of showers and thunderstorms a low of around 47. 90% chance of showers Saturday, high near 55. And Sunday, rain throughout the day with a high near 45. And Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, is with us. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. I, I've heard for a very long time, as I'm sure most of our listeners have on our national shows, to talk about title lock and, and how easy it is that somebody can steal your title and then take out, I, I guess, a loan or just own your home and there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it. And while I I hear that, and it's something that's been promoted for a long while and it's on reputable shows at the same time i've never really heard of it happening not that that means it doesn't and i'm always thinking to myself how relevant is this is do i need to be concerned and i'm always thinking the person to ask is you but i always forget and then i kid you not in my mind i thought oh i'm gonna ask and right as i think that sarah goes hey you know what you always forget to ask and so there's something there yes so what's the story? It's a great question. And, and, you know, I always say if anyone thinks of questions like this, shoot me a message on Facebook. I'm happy to be a resource and answer things. 
um, even if we aren't, you know, working together. But it's a great question, and I do have a lot of clients that actually um, listen to the, the station, the network, and, and pay for that title lock. It really depends on which state you live in. Okay. And things could change, right? So what I'm sure. saying today may not be true a year from now. Um, in the state of Missouri, in order to you know buy and sell a home, you still have to sign the warranty deed and all of that in person with a notary. So when you come okay. into a closing to buy or sell your home, they ask for your photo IDs, they make copies of it, and you sign those documents in front of a notary. It's notarized. Um, so that's really in Missouri how you sell a home or buy a home you have to do it in person now some documents you can sign electronically but for those you know title documents you have to sign in person okay. other states are not this way especially with covid we saw a lot of states going fully electronic and so those are the states where that would be something where okay. if somebody got a hold of you know your information and your email address and could sign electronically then yes they possibly could um, you know, sign over the title of your house, sell it, and reap the proceeds from it. You think that they it, would put, go back to where it's not that easy, you would think. Right, exactly. And I think it's just come down to everybody. Nobody wants to come in and do anything. No one wants to go inside, yeah, of, you yeah, know, try, yeah. go, try finding a bank where you right, can go inside and yeah. speak to a teller. Like, so many of them now are virtual, you know, and uh, this a lot is, of that was from COVID. This is how simplistic I am. <laughs> I, and this is my genuine thought, and I know there has to be an answer to it, but when I hear this and about, unfortunately, it sounds like Missouri, we don't have to worry about it, but in a state where because of the e-signing of so many different things, it would be easy for somebody just to steal my, in, you know, whatever's necessary. It's another form yeah. of, yeah, yeah. just okay. kind of identity theft. Then yeah. I just think, well, I would just steal it back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why could I just turn around and do the same thing That's to them? If there's nothing that I can do about it to stop them, then right. why is there nothing they can do about it to stop me? Yeah, exactly. I, that's just my thought on it. <laughs> I know that seems idiotic, but at the same time, I don't know why I couldn't. Right. I mean, it'd be a hassle, I'm sure. But. Well, yeah, it might take some legwork. But, you know, it's it's a great question, and, and things could change. You know, I know they huh? are working in the state of Missouri to make things more virtual, more electronic, uh, less in person, you know, less checks and balances. And so, um, you know, like I said, I have clients that pay for it, although it's not necessarily a need right now. It could be in the future. Sure. Um, but, you know, you still, even if you close by mail, let's say you're selling your mother's home and you live, you know, in Kansas City and you don't want to drive down here for the closing, the title company can send you all of those documents, but a few of them you still have to go to a notary and okay. have them signed in person. Now, you could, if you're that type of person, create a whole scheme of a fake notary and, yeah, and, right, and steal it right. that way. That would be a pretty big undertaking. But, um, so that not necessarily needed for that in Missouri, but Missouri also has, um, it's by state law actually with every closing, um, a $25 fee for the closing protection letter. And that is where the title company is guaranteeing they will pay off your mortgage whenever you close on your home. Because there was a whole scheme that happened where um, a title company that's not actually in business anymore, I think they're all in jail, oh. they were not paying off a seller's mortgage. And they were keeping those um, oh. homes and renting them out, and it was a big deal. So every closing in the state of Missouri, whether you have a mortgage or not now, has a required closing protection letter that okay. you are guaranteed that you're, you know, there will be no unpaid liens once this home closes. Well, so. I feel better yeah. uh, because I <laughs> wasn't going to 
purchase one of those until I knew for sure whether it was necessary, and it feels like I'm pretty safe. And they play off of fear tactics a lot well, of sure. things. It is scary. And sometimes it's know. warranted. Yeah, and, for sure. Well, and these are national, so there are some states where it would be. Yes, absolutely. Or if yeah. you have prop, you know, a second home in another state, make sure you understand what your state um, rules are as far as, you know, buying and selling real estate in person. Well, I know that's not what you, want, you came here to talk about, but this is one of the no, great things about thing. you. No, it's a good thing. You know, one thing I always encourage people, too, if you are concerned, now this wouldn't cover your home, but um, our family has been a victim of identity theft, and we all have our, our credit our credit accounts frozen. frozen. Yeah, I Even our children. Freeze your children's accounts. See, I guess I need to do yes, that. Because I've had situations where I've heard horror stories of, you know, kids where they turn 18 mm. and some family member took out a bunch of credit cards in their name, you know, when they were younger and they didn't Classy. learn until they were 18. So... Um, freezing your credit if you're not planning to buy a car or a home or anything anytime soon is a huge, and a huge thing you can do. And it's not as difficult to, and you you can it's, thaw it. Yes, you In can. In fact, we recently um, switched cell phone carriers, mm-hmm. and part of that was a need to run a credit check because right. of the acquisition of new phones and yeah. so forth. And I didn't even think about it until we were signing up. It was like, hey, and they're like, yeah. And so, um, it's a lot easier than it used to be. It is yeah. a lot easier to thaw Because we bought it out. a car, and yeah. same thing. You say, okay, I want to unthaw it for these yeah, two for, days. Yeah, for 48 hours yeah. or yeah. a week or however long, and then it automatically refreezes. And, yeah. Um, I, one thing I wish that came along with it was them letting you know every time somebody, like, hey, Pinged just it. so you know, yeah. somebody tried to, yeah. and you were saved yeah. <clears throat> by freezing your credit. But Because um, a lot of times you don't know. And I mean, you know, I had my identity stolen, um, you know, back in the day. Our social security numbers used to be on our driver's license, on our personal checks. Yeah. And, and when I lived in Florida, mine was stolen down there, and I didn't even know about it until I started getting credit card decline letters in the mail. Come to find out there was... 20-some credit cards opened in my name, Um, two houses rented, several cell phones. Luckily, I wasn't on the hook for any of that, but it was a year to get it all cleared off. It was a nightmare. Ugh. So I don't well, know how we went from real estate yeah, to talking well, about credit, but and pe- and it's a good idea to check just if anything it shows. Hey, this is mm-hmm. what is taken out under your right. name, so you can see all of those things and Absolutely. see. Well, wait a minute, I don't have four cars or yeah. whatever. Maybe. Yeah, and uh, it's a good thing too. You know, if you're thinking of buying a house, getting those initial talks with a reputable lender that will check your credit score and say, Hey, everything looks good. You could qualify for more if you paid off this credit yeah, card or right, if right. you sold this. Time Share that you have, you know, so it's a good way to get started if you're thinking of buying a home, which I know right now a lot of people are hesitant just because interest rates are now around 8%. Um, but I think our market, we are still very, very strong. You know, we still have homes um, selling every day, you know, with just a few days on the market and still more buyers and homes available. So if we see next year, I predict with it being an election year, we're going to see rates come down. Okay. Because they're going to say, oh, look at this. We got right. the rates down. We're in the, the right direction. Great economy, you know. And, and when those rates come down 7%, 6%, or 5%, you're going to have three times as many buyers back right. out there flooding the market, trying to find a home. And we'll be right back to where we were in 2020 and 2021. Right. Okay. So, Solid. Solid. Thanks. Yeah. Lots of information it. covered yes, today. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, have a great weekend. Thank and you. And as always, thank you much. Thank you, Nick. Uh, not 
today, but next Friday we have happy hour. Just and I will be there. We Yay! don't have kids sports All anymore right. on Friday, so Fantastic. I'm so excited. I will All be there. Right. Yes. Excellent deal. So just for people listening, that's not tonight. It's next Friday. That November. We'll, we'll have that. Yes, November. Uh, that will be at Retro Metro for a happy hour. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Emily talking there about interest rates and and she suspects like a lot of other people do due to it being an election season they'll try and rig the system to make it look better than it is in order to cling to power much like the biden administration uh, drained our oil reserves prior to the midterm elections so that people felt as if things were getting better with gas prices at the pump and of course in a number of ways we're suffering for that decision today And there is also the belief that interest rates will drop prior to the presidential election so that Democrats can say, look, things are getting better. We're headed in the right direction. You don't want to change this. And, you know, it's sad it's gotten to the point that these massive policy decisions that have real-life implications on Americans are being made for political purposes. But that aside, point being is interest rates may come down. And so instead of 8%, you're looking at 7 then 6 and 5 and so forth, potentially. And what she noted is while you're waiting for that, so are a lot of other people. And once again, you may find yourself in a situation where it's much, much more difficult to get a home because you got three or four times as many people out there than are today looking for homes. And you can, you know, you marry your home, you date your interest rate. In other words, if you... Go to IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com now, and you go ahead and you you got an interest rate that's a little higher than you want. But a couple or a year from now, uh, if those interest rates do drop, you can refinance uh, the loan and take advantage of that. So uh, for any questions regarding the way that that works, if you don't know, just visit IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com, and somebody from the character team will get with you on that. It looks like Crystal Quaid, who, among other things, of course, is known for fighting valiantly to get a black man kicked off her ballot at one point, and also spreading disinformation about Republican lawmakers burning books with flamethrowers. She has a Democrat primary challenger, also from right here in the area, Mike Hamra. Made it official. He's running for governor in 2024 as a Democrat. Showdown between him and Crystal Quaid. Right out of the gate, it doesn't appear, at least it's not mentioned in the newsleader profile here, that Mike Hammer has ever tried to get black people thrown off of ballots. Now, I don't know that he hasn't, but there's no mention of it here, so I think it's fair to infer that he has not done that. He said, I believe I'm the best candidate to put our state on a path towards greater opportunity and prosperity. I was born and raised in the state. I live here. Missouri is a good place, but could be a great place. I'm running for governor because our political leaders in Jeff City seem out of ideas, partisan food fight. It's, you know, the standard boilerplate uh, sort of um, ad lib, if you will. Uh, remember the old uh, Mad Libs. Uh, where it's, it's all the same stuff, rhetoric, right? You know, we need to vote for a change. Time we change things, change things, change things. Hammer born, raised Springfield, currently serves as CEO of Hammer Enterprises, which is a Springfield-based family-owned company. Employs nearly 2,000 Missourians, more than 7,400 people nationwide. 
Hammer Enterprise is best known for the various chain restaurants uh, under its umbrella, Wendy's, Panera Bread, Noodles & Company, which I wish there would be a Noodles & Company here. This is what you need to work on. It's to get a Noodles & Company in Springfield. I love Noodles & Company. It's been years since I've it's been over 13 years since I've been to one because there isn't one here. I read at one point that one was going to be in Springfield, but I don't know what's happened since then. Hammer attributes the success to a simple philosophy. When you invest in your employees in your community, your business will grow. Saying the experience I have in business has been literally for 22 years, building programs, supporting people, making a difference for their families, also impacting the communities in which we do business. He feels his experience as a businessman taught him how to create jobs, lay out a vision, and work with people who don't always share his opinion, all skills he thinks will translate well into someone serving at the tape, uh, state's top executive. Uh, he has experience working in the public sector. This is from the news leader. He was appointed by Clinton to help his administration connect schools, libraries, and healthcare organizations across America. See, as a family man, he hopes to lower the cost of raising a family and find new ways to make child care and health care more affordable. He hopes to restore the right uh, to kill unborn children if you're the mother. Um, all right, so let's just talk about a couple. Of, uh, he, he notes one of the first states to implement restrict around abortion when Roe v. Wade was overturned. Right now, there's really nothing that allows a woman to make a choice around reproductive health. And again, it's not reproductive health. Uh, it's, it's killing. Um, and I, I have found that people who, it's, it's sort of getting people who support abortion to no longer support that is like trying to convince Hamas to no longer support killing Jews. There is just this perspective that they have the right or they believe other people should have the right to take other innocent lives. And it's just the, the only way that people really veer off of that is essentially if they kind of have this humanitarian recognition and enlightenment or if they have a relationship with God and and connect with God in a way that they recognize that we are all created in his image and that he doesn't want us to kill each other for reasons of convenience and you know what have you but this is the thing that just always I, I, I just almost don't believe I People who are business people who believe that Democrat policies in today's environment are in any way, shape, or form good for business or employees. Now, I do understand why many business people align with the Democrat Party, and it's because they're buying power. It's, it's, all, it's, it's about corruption, it's about purchasing power, or it's about you know lining pockets for government contracts and so forth. I get that. But what I, I just cannot imagine any thinking person believing, particularly when you watch this environment, how on earth can you say that you really genuinely, truly want to help create an environment that helps working families, uh, you know, better afford uh, to, you know, live and, and eat and everything, and then you support policies that do the exact opposite? I, I just don't buy that. I, I don't think any honest thinking person can look at the policies that Democrats support, promote, and put into place, look at the results of it, and say, I support policies that help the working family, so we need to do more of that. 
I, it, it's just, it's not true. It's not reality. And I, I find it very difficult to believe, not knowing that, that this, this individual, I mean, he may be the nicest guy in the world, and maybe he is naive. Maybe that is total, complete naivety. Um, I would, I, I don't know which is worse, naivety or he knows that those policies are bad for the working, the average work, for his employees. I mean, that's what I would add. Just go gauge your employees. Do you find economically you're better off now under the policies of that are in place today? You don't even have to say Democrats that are in place today than you were prior to them. And, and you're really going to, when you have employees that you care about, that you are really going to campaign to continue to promote the policies that have them in the financial position they're in today, that's wildly uncompassionate. But it'll be interesting to hear as he goes out there and battles Crystal Quaid and, and uh, how it is that he rationalizes supporting policies that hurt people like those that he employs. Springfield's Talk 1041 Live from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. So Kamala Harris, of course, condemned the Lewiston shootings, which the there are reports that some of his family members are telling law enforcement those locations he hit specifically. He he claimed he was hearing voices in those locations. And according to one family member, he had gotten new hearing aids. And with the hearing aids, he claimed that he heard people bad mouthing him at those locations and that he was frustrated because he was being told that it was all in his head. So I, that's an interesting new component to this. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris took the opportunity to praise Australian gun control, in which after one shooting in particular, they confiscated people's firearms and created new laws that were supposed to diminish the amount of firearms people in Australia owned under the idea the more guns that existed, that was going to result in more killings. And as Kamala Harris has done, this is often cited as uh, an approach, right, that this is what needs to be done uh, in order to diminish gun violence is to have less guns. But what does get left out here is the fact that Australia has more guns today than they did before the law was put into place. And I just grabbed, because people don't believe that's true, but it is absolutely true. The Australian Institute Research uh, had media release back in 2019 noting that the research from the Australian Institute found that there are more guns in Australia now than there were before the Port Arthur massacre and introduction of strict gun controls. So it did not diminish the number of guns. And you see anti-gun people constantly pointing to Australia as, well, look, they were able to do it. Clearly not, because there are more guns now than before. Now, I don't know the statistics regarding the number of deaths due to guns in Australia now versus then. But let's say for a moment that it's lower. Well, even if it is, that then runs counter to their argument that guns are the problem because even, let's say that, the gun death rate is lower after those laws were put into place. The fact of the matter is that there's actually more guns. So this is the contradiction that they put themselves in. If they want to claim that there are less gun deaths in Australia because of those laws that are put into place, what they're actually noting here is that there are less gun deaths in Australia when more people, there are more, more guns in Australia than there were before.
So as usual, when it comes to arguments in which there are hard facts, the left is completely 100% wrong. From Scramblers, you got 26 more minutes. If you're a veteran, get out here get your free breakfast for our Heroes Breakfast. Thanks to all of our incredible partners that are just wonderful. And the best part, actually, are the veterans themselves as we look at them and the place is full. And free breakfast is awesome. But one of the things I say is I think most likely better than the free breakfast is the community, as you can hear in the background. Going to have a look at the weather here in just a moment from Scramblers, that Friday Roadshow sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. We're going to see temperatures uh, continuing to rise until around noon with a 50% chance of showers and storms. We'll top out around 74, then those temperatures will begin to fall down to 58. Overnight, chance of showers, storms down to 47. Tomorrow, a 90% chance of showers, a high of only 55, and with rain throughout the day on Sunday, a high of only 45 Sarah Myers. Thank you. And I have Josh with the Pyramid Roofing Company with me this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I, I love this weather. I'm I do a fall too. Guy for I sure. love fall. It's my favorite season. Now, I'm going to be a little lazy this morning. You said, hey, I've got a bunch of things that I want to talk about. So I'm going to just let you talk about them. I will do that. Um, I So this week, I, I wanted to share this with people. I think it's really important when you're out there. We've had a lot of storm damage this year. People are vetting contractors vetting roofing companies to install a roof roof on their house. And I had an inspection this week on our roof that was about five years old. Atrocious installation job. The roof was was high nailed and it's already starting to come loose. And it's a a gal that had lost her husband and she's just in a bad position. So um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking situation out there. And there's nothing really she can do. Does not have hail damage. It was for a hail inspection. And uh, it just I wanted to kind of give a PSA out there. Vet your contractors. Make sure you're 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 hiring somebody that has experience and is going to do a good good installation job. What are some red flags that people need to look for? Uh, red flags are, you know, I'd say just people offering. Uh, one of the biggest things, I guess, is just look up their online profile. Look up their their Google rating. Do they have a Do they have a website? Um, are they Are they licensed? Are they insured? Uh, there's there's a lot of different things. Ask good questions. Ask them what their what products they're going to be putting on the house. Ask about the process for the installation. Um, a lot of times there's a lot of times good contractors should be able to, you know, provide a roof and install it without having a deposit. Pyramid Roofing doesn't require a deposit up front. We've got you know accounts with our with our suppliers. We we provide all of the labor materials up front. Get it installed when you're happy with the roof. And when we're happy with the roof, then we submit the invoice to you and pay at that point. So, yeah, anyway, the very, very, very important out there. There's, uh, I, We've seen a little bit of that popping up with all the storms. We've had some some companies coming in from out of state and really taking advantage of people, and it's, it's, it's just not right. You know? Now, I've been pushing uh, your free fall roof inspections right now because there has been a lot of storms that have yep. happened. And right now... Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to assume that it's starting to slow down a little bit as we move into that cooler weather. And people are starting to get onto the roofs uh, to clean their gutters, you know, kind of do a little bit of fall maintenance. Um, and so that's why I've been pushing that. Is right now a good time to do that? 
right now is a great time to get up and take a look at the roof. It's you know we're getting into the uh, usually it's a little bit wetter in the fall into the winter time, and uh, you know those leaks are going to start popping up. It's been really dry lately, so as the, it's going to be raining this weekend, it'll be a good time to check it out. Make sure your gutters are clean. You know, make sure you get the leaves out of those because those will dam up and push water back up under the eaves. A bit, hugely important to get that done. Gutter guards. Let's talk about them really quick. I had a listener actually message in, um, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, and they I was talking about, you know, hey, make sure you clean your gutters, and they said, I don't have to do that. I have gutter guards. So what yes. do you say about gutter guards? Um, I I have a love-hate relationship with them. We do gutter guards. The, the, there's a specific one that I have at my house that I have installed that I like uh, because... Some of the some of the ones with screens, uh, they're incredibly expensive. So some of the name brand stuff out there, you see them on TV all the time, incredibly expensive. They do work for a, a period, but then there is maintenance. And then you know if you if you take them off and mess with them, then you avoid their warranty. And it's there's all kinds of complications with that. So I like there's a screen that we use that's just a, a, a pretty simple product that we install. Uh, it's called an Easy Lock gutter screen. Uh, we we pretty much use that exclusively. And it allows some of the granules to fall through and, and some of the dirt to be washed out. It's a little—you don't have to take them off to clean to clean out your gutters every couple of years. It just—it keeps the leaves from getting packed down in your gutters. Is really the main thing, and it just decreases the amount. There's no perfect gutter guard. There's nothing out there that's going to be uh, maintenance-free for the for the rest of your life. It, there is going to be maintenance. Dirt does is still going to get down in the gutters. What so. if you just don't have gutters? That's a that that's the that's the perfect Good solution. Question. <laughs> we see that actually. <laughs> That that does that does happen where there are no gutters. So that's that's the best way to avoid leaves and gutters is to not have them. Yeah, not have gutters. All right, well you heard it here first. You get rotting fascia though, (laughs) so in in siding, which is bad. Oh, you've got a nitpick now, don't you? I do. I yeah. I just don't want you giving out false information over here. You know, gutter. You know, yeah, let's not are, do that. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. I'm glad that you stopped by and chit-chatted with us for a little bit. Yeah, good um, to see you guys. If people want to get a hold of you, do a roof inspection, or maybe they're out there and they need a whole new roof or just a roof repair, how do they get a hold of you? PyramidRoofingMo.com, or they can reach out. Uh, they can get uh, information via your endorsement tab on the website, right. ksgf.com. That's true. All right. Very good, Josh. With the Pyramid Roofing Company, it's Sarah Myers, Springfield's Talk, 1041. One of the aspects of a, a Biden presser that Americans have become accustomed to is the fact that he needs a cheat sheet. He just is... And has been for some time at the point he, he he's not able to function. His mind isn't able to function in the capacity that past presidents have where they can call in reporters. And, and so he's had that cheat sheet and we're accustomed to it. Apparently they have had to enhance the cheat sheets to not only have names and, and where the reporters work, but pictures of them as well. Almost a flashcard type scenario, which this uh, apparent increase in detail that is needed in order to assist Biden is uh, apparently response to his declining mental health. Uh, This was during his joint press conference with Australian Prime Minister Albanese Wednesday. They took questions from four reporters, two each from each of their respective uh, countries. Uh, Nearly 24 hours later, the image from the press conference circulated online that showed President Biden carrying a note card that now in addition to other information, has to have the picture of the reporter on it as well. And this is the serious decline that we're watching unfold. And 
It would be one thing, I suppose. Well, I mean, we're, look, we're seeing the results of it. We're seeing the results of his approach. We're seeing the results of his mental decline. We're seeing the results of total denial. And we're watching it unfold as World War Three. Thank goodness we got rid of those Trump years with peace deals, not getting us involved in any wars, stability in the Middle East, stability. You know, thank goodness we've moved to an era of a much steadier hand with the adults in the White House. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Where? It's a good place. Is it a lunch meeting? Yeah, no kidding. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. We've got 14 minutes left in the Heroes Breakfast, Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, of course, Scramblers, buying breakfast for veterans this morning. We incidentally have um, specific KSGF bumper stickers for Heroes Breakfast. So if, uh, you know, we try to have different versions. So many companies and stations, they, you know, they've got great looking stickers. Um, and, you know, they're the same generally, but we try to have a variation of 1041 KSGF stickers. That way, some may speak to you more than others or send messaging more than others. And uh, what we've got out here today, appropriately so, is a 1041 KSGF Heroes Breakfast bumper sticker. And synonymous, oftentimes, with our Heroes Breakfast, our friend John Walker. Give us the latest update on information, what you need, what we can do to help veterans, what help you have to offer veterans. How are you? Well, I am really good, and I'm glad to see both of you. It's uh, uh, looks like it could rain or do something Yeah, today, it's supposed but, uh, to rain and get colder. But I'm always glad to see you, and what a fine breakfast I had this morning. Good. I deeply appreciate it. That's uh, The one good. skill I have left from uh, uh, being a veteran is I still have yakability, and I love to visit fellow veterans here and uh, uh, tell the old stories again. Yeah, so. that's a be- better than free breakfast. Thank even. you for that. Our uh, uh, Veterans Coalition has been doing things. We're building ramps, and Serenity is helping us with this. Uh, yeah. Um, her grandfather, uh, Chris, was here this morning, and he said the biggest success that they recently experienced was helping build a ramp, and they didn't screw it up. And that's what I understand. Now, I actually uh, uh, missed last uh, our, our broadcast last time because they, my family surprised me with my 80th birthday party hey, in right. Denver, of all places. They just told me to go to the airport and really? we go to the Denver desk and all day long, grandchildren and, and oh, my family man. keep coming in. Yeah, That's so, wonderful. So that was good. Well, listen, we've been doing that. We're providing scholarships. We've already approved one for this uh, year with OTC. And uh, we just helped a lady uh, whose husband had died. Uh, bridge her until she could receive her benefits from the VA in terms of a pension. And so we help veterans. That's what we're doing. I'm the community ambassador. We just did a session in Jefferson City uh, for, uh, we, we get the capital for a week. We have free reign and, and get to meet the Senate and the House. And we come up with bills and procedures to help seniors and veterans. Uh, and we are nonpartisan advocates in that regard. So we've been doing that. Uh, and we've been working with a thing called, uh, uh, and I want to make sure I get the name right here, so I think I brought a card, but it's called Veterans. Yeah, quite a few cards there. Yes. Give Vets Hope. This is done uh, and located on the, uh, uh, the VA on Atlantic Street, but this is for people who need to talk. They teach you in the military to hold it in. 
and that's one reason we have so many people that, that have mental issues and other issues. So they are helping with that. Uh, uh, they meet twice a month. People just sit around. If they want to talk, they can. If they want to listen, they can. And it's really helping people. So if anybody's interested in that, contact the VA on Atlantic Street because that really is a good deal. Our Veterans Treatment Court in Christian County continues to graduate people. We're getting a little smaller because people aren't getting into trouble. And that's okay, but we are giving people a second chance there. So we veterans have been busy helping other veterans, and that's what I've been telling people today. I appreciate the people who took care of me when I was in Vietnam. And so we try to pay that back a little bit. Well, it's always a great pleasure. One of the best things about Heroes Breakfast is uh, getting to see you and chat with you. Well, I, uh, when you called me a minute ago, I didn't think you were a bill collector, so I was going to avoid you. But uh, then I figured out who was calling me. So yeah, I'm you know what? At your age, what do you care about bill collectors? Like, go ahead. Keep trying. <laughs> okay, good point. <laughs> you should tell them that. Be like, listen, I, I, I can outweigh you. Okay. I'm well, a patient man. You know, I have Agent Orange issues, which we've talked before, and they told me years ago that I probably wouldn't make 60. Then they hey, told well, me 70. Nice now job. I've reached 80. So well, I, you seem to be doing just fine. I told the VA, I'll see you on my 90th birthday. There you so. go. And hopefully we will as well, and many times in between then and now. And, and glad that was a great uh, 80th birthday party, it sounds like. Yeah, it nice. sounds like a great time. I may be a little old for mountain climbing, but it still is good. And uh, thank you very much for a fine breakfast today. Great to see you as always. John Walker, everyone. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Now a word from Sarah Myers. Got to turn me on there. Thank you. Well, Christmas is 59 days away, and if you have that person in your life that's a little difficult to shop for, or maybe they're that person that has everything, I want to recommend something for you, and that is to take a trip down to Quick Draw Gun in Monette. Now, the reason I mention this is because Quick Draw Gun, they have just a variety of different things, but one thing that they do offer is custom laser engraving and custom seracoding services as well. So if you have uh, a firearm that's been passed down from generations, uh, one good thing that you could do is do the custom laser engraving, have your last name put on it, or uh, a family crest, and that'll be like a special little Christmas gift. So that's my uh, Christmas insight for you uh, this morning. But also, Quick Draw Gun and Mona, they can help you out with many other things as well. Maybe you're needing to do an ammo restock. Maybe you're looking to add to your firearm collection, or maybe you are new to the firearm world and you're wanting to purchase your first gun or you're just getting started. Whatever the case is, Brad and his team, they are going to be happy to help you out. Now you can find all of the contact information for Quick Draw Gun under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Well, you know that... You have got to be going real totalitarian for the ACLU to come down on you if you're a leftist. The ACLU, which some time ago uh, abandoned their initial purpose of defending free speech, regardless of the speech. And there were internal memos some years ago that came out showing that they, they essentially were abandoning that, that there was some speech that didn't necessarily count. But as you know, the... Political opposition is doing what they can to silence Trump to rig the election, and that has come with requests for gag orders. The ACLU is siding with Trump. The ACLU on Wednesday said it will file an amicus brief arguing the gag order imposed on President Donald Trump in his Washington, D.C. election interference case is unconstitutional. 
That's how bad, that's how totalitarian the Democrat Party has become, that they are sending, that the ACLU is coming to the defense of Donald Trump's constitutional rights. Now, you know you've gone extreme when that occurs. I had noted yesterday, and it is just, it's remarkable the parallels between the current Democrat administration and dictatorships throughout the world when it comes to dealing with political opposition. Earlier this year, it was the Putin regime in Russia that prosecuted uh, his one of his main political opponents, putting him in prison. And it's all for the same reason, you know, danger to elections, danger to the country. You had the Biden administration looking for ways to lift sanctions off of Venezuela with the dictatorship there. And hilariously, the condition was that they had to allow Maduro as a dictator had to allow political opposition to pick in their, quote, primary process somebody that they want of their choosing to run against him. And so he's like, okay, and guess what he did? He took a a, a cue from the Biden administration, and he is now doing to his political opposition what the Biden administration is doing to Trump, saying, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yep, Uh, uh, the people of Venezuela, they they get to pick through the process whom it is that they want to run against me. Um, But guess what? Uh, They are a danger to our selection process. They are a danger to the country. And so not only is he now talking about charging for the purposes of imprisoning his political opposition, but the people who help him. So he must be watching the news here in America, particularly over the last couple of weeks, where numerous people who are in the Trump campaign circle in one capacity or another have bent down and pled guilty in exchange for testifying allegedly against Trump, because that's exactly what he is planning on doing now himself. What a wonderful country we have become. Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed.